Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the final word. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenrider, and welcome to The Final Word, the show that invites you into the conversation at any hour. It's 12.55.09, and here we go. You can get your opinion on TV right here on Channel 11 every Sunday night, every Monday morning, whatever it takes. Let's get started by introducing you to tonight's three panelists. Please welcome former Pitt star, former Buffalo Bills general manager, and all-around good guy, Doug Whaley is with us. Hi, Doug. I'll tell you this much, Albie, when you look at games like this tonight, this is why people fall in love with the NFL and sports in general. It is made to watch TV that obviously kept us all up and on our edge of our seats till the last minute. Former NFL, former Pitt player as well, Doran Dickerson is back. Hey, Doran. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, guys. I, I, you know, I was too busy booking my flight to Charlotte. Uh, don't mind me. Just go to Chris. I was booking my flight to Charlotte for the ACC championship game. Sorry. Yeah, from our partner, DKPittsburghSports.com, the professor of Carter's classroom. Chris Carter's back. Yeah, I got no problem staying up late. I'll be doing the last three nights doing Pitt sports and, and, and the Steelers. Let's just keep it rolling. All right. Well, hey, we'll keep it rolling. Sleep is overrated. Some of the topics we'll be talking about tonight. We're looking for five words on Ben's effort tonight coming off of covid and a week without practice. What could the Steelers do differently on defense? How do the Steelers stack up against the rest of the AFC? Is Pitt's season more of a great experience because of what's happened or a missed opportunity with the two losses? But first, the night's big topic. How do the Steelers keep this loss from affecting them in a negative way moving forward, Doug Whaley? Well, you gotta look at it this way. Look at their effort. Losing their defensive stalwarts, not having them available, being down 17 points on the road to a budding star of a QB and to fight all the way back. Have your quarterback coming back from a missed week of playing because he's on the COVID and coming out and showing that's why he's the franchise quarterback. All those things can add up to positives that you can take forward into your next games. Any position they're in now, they know they can fight and claw out of it and put themselves in a position to win a game. All right, Doran. I'd watch the film. Uh, you have a five-hour flight back to the East Coast. You know that they have iPads on the airplane. Uh, I bet you every single one of those guys is watching the game film on the airplane. I guarantee Ben Roethlisberger is walking over to Deontay Johnson like, oh, on that play, did you see this? Oh, on this play, did you see that? The coordinators are doing the same thing. You watch the film. You see great effort. You see that you were in the game. I know they lost, and I know that it is a tough loss, but they fought. 
you know, they came back. They showed that they're a quality offense, a quality team, and there will always be fight in that team. So I would just watch the film, and you will know that you have a chance moving on and moving throughout the division. Chris Carter. This was a game they were supposed to be decimated by. Justin Herbert has been a phenomenal quarterback. He's had, he, he can sling the ball over. They had weapons abound everywhere. You were missing Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, TJ Watt. This team should have been shredded. And the defense did give up points. But like the other guys said, they found a way to fight back in this game. There's hope for this offense, which is the bottom line. What has to be, if you're going to take anything away from this game, the only thing we've proven is in the future weeks, does this offense get back to scoring points? If it goes back to the anemic version of itself in weeks past, this game is a waste. There's nothing to take from it. But if they can start putting points up together, there might be some answers to bring from this game. All right, thank you. A reminder. Keep the comments coming. You'll see your comments scrolling down the left side of your screen. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. And now it's time for five words. Give us five words on Ben's effort tonight coming off of COVID and a week without practice. Let's go to Twitter. Brandon says, Big Ben still got it. Tim says, was good enough to win. And Gary adds, lost, so not that good. Now the panel Hey, they're always tough. Give us five words on Ben's effort tonight coming off of COVID week without practice. Doug, you're first. That's what franchise quarterbacks do. He's seen anything that you need to throw at him. He has been there, but what, is, what a franchise quarterback does knows that he needs to put that team on his back. He knew that the defense was decimated. He knew it was going to be a hostile environment on the road against an AFC opponent that was early in the season picked to be one of the top. He took it on himself without practice to put that team on his back, make pinpoint throws, bring them back from 17 points down, and show I still can be a force on this team in this AFC race down the stretch. Doran, five words. Uh, I think Doug was cheating off my uh, notes here on my on my pa on my pad down here. Uh, he was just have... trying to look at your flight. Yeah, I'm He's, from Pitt. We don't I, flight in. Oh, I mean, because that's what great players do. That's my five words. Maybe that that's the connection we have. The pick connection. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what great players do. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Look at the Drew Breeses, the Peyton Mannings. I mean, I could go down the list of great players who just go into games. They dominate games. They control games because they are that good. They're born to play this game, especially at the quarterback position. Uh, Ben, I never had one doubt that Ben Roethlisberger wasn't going to show up and play his heart out tonight. I mean, if you listen to the, the post-game speech, you could tell he was a little groggy. I mean, that's even more impressive that he gutted through and, and showed that uh, performance. I know that they didn't win, but that's what great players do. That's exactly what they do. They show up in big moments, and that's what Ben Roethlisberger is. Chris, five words. Opening up the whole field, because that's what great players do. You look at what the you look at what Ben Roethlisberger was able to do in this game, and I've talked about it all season long. When you go back and you look at the pass, I'm very intrigued to look at the back at the pass chart of this game. But so many of the Steelers' pass charts after the game over, you see lots down the sideline this way, lots down the sideline that way. But then you're looking over and saying, just hit the middle of the part of the field. The defense knows they don't have to cover it because you're not targeting it. I felt like Ben Roethlisberger used different parts of the field, and if he can actually do that moving forward, that could be a huge key to opening up the rest of the field. I want people to know, yes, the chart. Chargers had the worst run defense in the league, but they also had the fifth best pass defense. They have really talented secondary with Derwin James and Sear Adderley. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr. is a tough guy. You look at the way that, that they were able to throw the ball on these guys, that's encouraging, especially with the fact they had no run game in this game. If that's something they pull out moving forward, that's a good sign. So, Chris, you're telling me you think 
Canada and Ben are on the same page now going it forward. It doesn't matter what I think there. I think that the, <laughs> I, 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 I see I see that, that, that Matt Canada and Ben Roethlisberger definitely aren't on the same page at times here. And that's going to be a major key. <laughs> Who actually had the problems in, 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 in the first half compared to the second half when things got rolling? Did Ben take over? I'm sure they're going to talk about that all week long. Nice try. Oh, Doug, you made me laugh nice at try. 102. That's, that's very good. Still to come, what could the Steelers do differently on defense? Ronald says, have some healthy players. Doran, Doug, and Chris give their input when the final word continues. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider. Tonight with Doug Whaley, Doran Dickerson, and Chris Carter. Yawning is permitted, but only when I'm talking. All right, Chris, <laughs> what could the Steelers do differently on defense? Well, one thing that they got to do is they got to find ways to to keep a cap on, on things in this defense. They gave up too many big plays in, in the, at the wrong moments. You saw some miscommunication. Now, granted, that was going to happen when Joe Hayden and Mick Fitzpatrick are out. The back end is going to have some problems. But if there's one thing also that you get, you got to get de get to Devin Bush. I'm not here to say that Devin Bush is a bust or anything like that because I don't think that he's just that yet. People said that about Bud Dupree way too early. But I will say this. This man looks gun shy. He's getting hit a lot by offensive linemen that are leaking through st the Steelers' defensive line which is hurt up right now, and that's a big part of the reason why. But you're seeing him being reluctant now to charge into battle the way he did last year before he was hurt and the way he did his uh, two years ago when he was a rookie. They need him to be a bigger part of this defense, and you got to talk to him to say, hey, work your way through it. Mike Tomlin spoke well about him this week, and I think that they, they have belief in him. But they got to help him find that part of his game back. I do think it's still there. All right. From Twitter, what do you do? Stay healthy. Well, Doug, we talked about it uh, through the game here at the station. What could the Steelers do differently on defense? I mean, they can't prevent those injuries, but what could they do in light of those injuries? In my opinion, they have to start mixing up what they show the quarterback pre and post snap. You cannot sit back there, especially with a depleted defense, and let the quarterback know what you're doing before snap. These quarterbacks are too good, well studied, and they can pick you apart, which was shown today. The second part of it is, Come up with a scheme to control a mobile quarterback. Maybe they didn't have somebody in there because Minka was out and he's that guy, but you have to be able to do that because you have some coming up. And thirdly, like Chris said, Devin Bush, he's the whole thing that I have trouble with him, he's not playing physical. As a football player from day one, the quarter, coaches always tell you, 
If you're going to make a mistake, make it 100% and go out there and hit somebody. And if he was playing physical, some of those things that he can't do will always be there. But some of the things that he's not showing he can do would be made up for with his physicality. All right. What do you think, Doran? I had to say, sure enough, the tackling. Uh, I said this earlier in the pregame show. Uh, in spaces, I mean, you have to be able to tackle guys like Austin Eckler in space. I know Austin Eckler gets paid too. Uh, he's a fantastic football player, but you're put out there on defense to tackle guys like him, get them down to the ground in space. And I know that this is a show of different opinions, but I have to agree with these guys. I have to agree with Chris. I have to agree with Doug. Um, you know, Devin Bush gets uh, you know eaten alive by offensive linemen. He has a tough time shedding blocks and. Getting getting downhill and getting to the ball carrier. You know, that's that's 101 of linebacking. Um, you know, that's what he did very well at Michigan, uh, and that's what he was drafted to do. You know, he ran a 4-4-2-40. He should go sideline to sideline, and he should play, like Doug said, at full speed and 100 miles per hour. We haven't seen that out of him. He isn't playing like he was a first-round pick. He needs to step it up, and, or somebody needs to get in his ear and tell him, like, look, man, you need to start making some plays. And, and part of it might still be that ACL injury. There's there's no question that that could be a factor here, but you're right, Doran, that you, when you're looking at it, especially when the Steelers are shorthanded on a night like this, this would have been a huge time to say, hey, guys, I'm here. I'm I'm not the best that I have been, but I'm still working. You just didn't see that in this game. The ACL has no bearing on him smacking somebody in the mouth. I do agree with that. All right, moving on to our next topic. How do the Steelers stack up against the rest of the AFC? Uh, Doran, we're going to start with you on this one. Uh, I think they're right in the thick of things. I mean, you know, I mean, like I said earlier, too, uh, it's like the Phantom's revenge in the AFC. I mean, you're going up a hill, you're going down a hill, you're going up another hill. I mean, it's just you don't know which team is going to be who each week. I mean, Cincinnati Bengals look good in the beginning of the year. Then they look terrible. They get blown out. Then they look better. The Ravens, you know, they're beating teams with backup quarterbacks. The Patriots are now finally playing some good football under Bill Belichick. The Kansas City Chiefs are figuring it out. So you don't know which team is going to really come out in the end and be the team that is going to uh, actually win the win the conference or the divisions that they're in. So I think that's why the Steelers have a great opportunity here. If you go out there and you and you stack some wins and you stack these division wins coming up, you'll put yourself in good position because you don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season. All right, Drew from Twitter, slightly above the middle of the pack. Chris? Doran, you used the wrong film analogy. I'm going from, from movies to TV. This is Game of Thrones. Every week in the AFC, this team's the best. Dead, they're killed, they're sent to the bottom of the rack, just, just like everybody is in Game of Thrones every, in every season. You thought it was the Bills. Guess what? They got smacked by the Jaguars. They got smacked by the Colts today. The Titans lost to the Texans. All the things that are going on in the NFL right now, especially in the AFC, nobody is elite right now. Everybody's falling off, and that's the one good sign that Steelers fans should hold on to, is that, yes, the Steelers are struggling, but they're in the thick of it. They're the eighth seed coming after tonight. They're, they're trying to fight their way to stay in that playoff mix, but nobody is elite right now. Everybody's struggling. That's the bottom line here, and that's why the Steelers still do stand a good chance to make the playoffs, but they need this offense to, to keep up what they, they built tonight, and they need the defense to get healthy. They do those two things. I think they're right in the thick of everything. Game of Thrones is a terrible show, by the way. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> what, well, so stop that it. right there, sir. Just remember, winter is coming. All right, Doug. <laughs> You're up, Doug. For me, in the division, there are, it's Baltimore 1, the rest of the division 1B. The reason why I put Baltimore there is because Baltimore is finding ways to win, even with a depleted roster. They're finding it with backup quarterbacks. They have no running backs. They got guys coming off the street trying to go in and play. So that's what I see in the division. But in the AFC as a total, like I agree with these guys, it's a mixed bag of just nuts because 
every day you could pull out an almond one day, a peanut the next day, and that's going to be the shine. But that's what makes the NFL so riveting. Every fan base feels we got a chance. And then I hearken back to the 05 season when we the Steelers were up against the wall and the Bears came in and that was started at that roll and they started winning and we went all the way to the Super Bowl. So there's a chance, but it's all in front of them. And the best thing about it is they control their destiny. They don't have to scoreboard watch. So it's all up to them. And I, I think the way they played tonight, they got a chance. All right, turning to Pitt now, uh, is the Panthers season more of a great experience because of what's happened or a missed opportunity with the two losses? Doug, you're first. I'm going to say it's a great experience. I mean, think about it. We are seeing a quarterback that's going to be mentioned in the Heisman. We are going to the ACC championship game. From there, we could go into a January bowl game. When you started this season, if I told you that, everybody would have been happy. But actually, not even happy, they would have called me crazy because they wouldn't have said Kenny Pickett was going to be in the Heisman to vote. So what, what I'm saying, sit back, enjoy it. And the, the best thing about this, now elite quarterbacks are going to look at Pitt and say, I can go there because now I can be on primetime TV and be in the Heisman chatter. All right. Wayne on Twitter says, missed opportunity. Great season for them, but should be undefeated. Doran, your thoughts? You know what? As Pitt fans and as uh, former Pitt players as Doug and I are, we're allowed to be happy. <laughs> um, we're allowed to take this moment and be happy. I feel like we always look for the negative. We always look the, and wait for Pitt to pit, is what they say. Um, but we're allowed to be excited a little bit right now. There's good things happening. They have a good record. Like Doug said, they have a, a, a Heisman Trophy candidate who I did say in the beginning of the year would be a top five quarterback at the end of the year. I'm going to just throw that in there. But uh, they do have a Blitnikoff candidate. So Pressure soda off there, Doran. Yeah, I know, a little bit. <laughs> I, 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 we're allowed to be happy. So this is a great experience. I just hope they close it out in the right way. Yeah, well said, Doran. Uh, Chris, your thoughts on uh, Pitt and the season they've had? Well, not just uh, Kenny Pickett, but Jordan Addison's a legitimate Blitnikoff Award finalist right now. Four touchdowns, for goodness sake, in this last game. He leads the country with 15 receiving, 16 overall. He's, he's ridiculous right now. And on top of that, this is a ridiculous question. Whoever, it, whoever asked this question, it doesn't matter what you think. You know why? Because who would have thought this team would be 9-2 and two right now? A lot of people were saying, man, this team's going to fold. They don't got it in them. They'll find this way to lose. Yes, they should they have beaten Western Michigan? Sure. Should they have beaten Miami? Sure. There were ways to win those games. But if you would have took, said your pit team will be 9-2 and two with, a, with their ticket punch to the ACC championship game, you pit fans would have taken that the whole entire way. And there's no way around it. By the way, this is the first nine-win season since 2009. They have a chance to make this the first 10-win regular season since, since 1981. And if they win out, if they win against Syracuse, the ACC championship, and a bowl game, it'll be the first 12-win season since 1976. That is a great experience. It's still not done. They have to finish the job. But right now, they are in the middle of a great experience. And, Chris, right. they punched their ticket with one game to play. Exactly. So could, That's my point. They could really just rest players if they needed to. So this is a great season. Well said by everybody, yeah. When, and then Pitt plays Syracuse to wrap up uh, this regular season anyway. When we come back, around the horn on any topic, the final word is next. This is the final word. 
Welcome back. It's time for the final word. Everybody gets a chance. Doran Dickerson goes first. Well, at the beginning of the show, I was uh, on my phone and I was booking my flight to Charlotte for the ACC championship game December 4th. And then I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, who's Pitt going to play? Uh, are they going to play Wake Forest? Are they going to play NC State? My final word is Tigers. And that's a team that I don't want them to play. I do not want Pitt to have to play the Clemson Tigers in the ACC championship game. The Clemson Tigers are playing really good football right now. They're blowing teams out. Dabo Sweeney is one of the best coaches in the country for a reason. They know Pitt very, very well. They've already played them here at home. Um, yeah, my final word, word is Tigers. I really hope Pitt does avoid playing Clemson in the ACC championship game. All right, Doug, final word. If you're a fan of football, not only the Steelers, but the total football game of football, you should be happy. You witnessed the birth of the next NFL franchise quarterback. When you look at quarterback in a dictionary, a football dictionary, you draw him up just like he is. But what was so impressive was his command and control. He never flinched. He exercised the demons of the Chargers, which are known to collapse in fourth quarter and lose games. This guy was out there at some point making it look like practice. And I know I said AI practice. He made it look like practice by throwing all over the field and not being stressed. Again, as football fans, we got to be excited about seeing a guy that's going to carry that baton into the next generation and show football fans that this is a great game. Chris, final word. Kenny Pickett is a bad man, deserves all the Heisman tight. He better, he better be on, on, the, on the final votes and getting some love there. But Pitt's receivers are a huge difference maker on, on this team this year that I think is being overlooked. Not just Jordan Addison, who has the most touch, touchdown receptions in all of college football with 15. He is the fourth most receiving yards in all of college football. He should be the Belitnikoff Award finalist and winner. He is the best receiver in college football right now. But it's not just him. This entire group, Jared Wayne coming up making big plays. You see Chuck Jack and Louise stepping in. Heck, this group lost Taysir Mack, Melky Stovall, and Jalen Barton. Three key players, and they're still chugging forward. Shout out to Brennan Marion, their new receivers coach. He has done a phenomenal job. Pitt fans, keep your eye on him. He's done a great job with them, and I can see him doing a great job for this Pitt program for many years to come if he sticks around. And don't forget, my Abanacana don't not want none. I'm telling you, that guy is special. <laughs> Right. I prefer Izzy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your speed just hypnotizes me, but that's just me, Doug. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, man. Our final word from social media, if the Steelers get healthy, they have the ability to make a run to make the playoffs, but they have to stay healthy. Well, listen, at 1.21 in the afternoon, math isn't my strong suit. It's certainly not my strong suit at 1.21 a.m., Having said that, the Steelers are 5-4 and 1. 7 games remain. If the Steelers go 4 and 3 in those final 7, they'll finish at 9-7 and 1. I think. Check my math. I think that gets them a wild card spot. If the Steelers go 3 and 4 in their final 7 games, they'll finish 8-8 eight, eight and 1. What's the significance of that? Well, Mike Tomlin's streak will continue. Uh, of never having a losing season, which means the tie with the Detroit Lions might be the difference to continuing that streak. I know, who cares? But let's keep our eye on it. I'm Albie Oxenrider. That's the final word for this morning. Happy Monday. Make sure you tune in for Channel 11 Morning News. Starts at 4.30, about three hours from right now. For Doug and Doran and Chris, have a great night.